Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shingles List, where we talk movies, music, trendy news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am super sleepy, and he is back in the cave. It's Cleon Bewley. Wiggy, wiggy, I'm getting jiggy. Oh, we're in the cave, Dave. We're in the cave, and you know what? And you know what? It is a shame today, because oh. I'm super sleepy as well. I know. Yeah, you're sad when you came in. We're both super sleepy, so... I've got um, a reason, though. What's your reason? Um, so, yesterday, as you're aware, was my birthday. How old were you yesterday? Uh, Tell I was listeners. 36 yesterday. Ooh. 36 yesterday. And um, spent the day around uh, around uh, my mum's house. Yeah. And uh, we got fed and watered. And, um, and You were drunk, weren't you, Dave? No, no, no. no I, I didn't have a drink. Oh, uh, okay. Fed and watered. Um, stopped there till quite late. Came back. And uh, my missus was working yesterday, so... Um, Honestly, I, and I know some people say this, but they don't mean it. When it comes to birthdays these days, I'm like, people, my message on my mum was like, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, honestly, I'm, I'm not arsed. I really, I've got stuff and I, I, I can't think of anything that I want. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Just like mm. company, some food, you know, a nice day. That's, that does me. I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that. And I genuinely, because like my message was working, like I say, I wasn't expecting anything from her at all but we got back um, in the house late um so we we grabbed like a couple of cheeseburgers from Macca's on the way mm. home and um she comes in with a bag and some some prezzies in there like so um i was like oh bloody hell like and here uh, do you know what the what for me 30th mm. i think it was for me 30th um she hasn't been able to top it when it comes to birthdays because you know me I've I've always want I'd always wanted a pair of Jordans, yeah, yeah a yeah. good pair of Jordans. Yeah. Like I'd never been able to afford one. And on my thirtieth birthday, I'm opening this present up, and I could tell it was shoes. Yeah, and I thought maybe she got me some Converse or some Vans or something like. And I, as I pulled the thing back, the Jumpman logo was on the box, and like you know, a little bit of wee comes out, like, and you're like, it was a Jordan, and um, and I was super excited. And this year, though, it's like she's really spoiled me. And and I'm a bit like, you shouldn't have spent the money that you spent. It's re- you know we, we, that could have gone on something else. It could have like, gone on vinyl. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, well, that's that's what that's one of the things you see. Um, so I opened this present. She gives me this present, and it's and it's a record. It's obviously a record. Yeah. Like, but I'm wondering what record she's bought me because she generally doesn't buy me records. I go out and buy records, and she generally doesn't get them unless they're new. Mm. She won't go like and get you know secondhand records or anything. Um, now there's a bit of a backstory to this. The album um, is wet, wet, wet. Picture this. Yeah. Now, I'm aware of your love for the wet. Yep. Mid nineties. Re- <laughs> that's the fair. That's something for later on in the podcast. Um, the uh, mid nineties records, like first pressings and whatnot, sell. For quite a bit of money. Yeah. Dependent on what the band is. For example, Ozzy Osbourne's Osmosis, a mid-90s album. I've seen it go for nearly 300 quid mm. online. Because nobody was buying records in the mid-90s. So if they did get pressed, um, they they were limited numbers and not many people were buying them. Mm. Um, so they were kind of forgotten about. So if you want them now, especially with the vinyl boom that's happened over the last six, seven years... Um, you're paying a lot of money for them. Now, picture this as from 1995. 
and um, there's a RSPCA charity shop in Hanley. Um, that well, they've got three units. One of them is the charity shop, one of them is the bookstore, and then they've got a third one which is now records, CDs, Blu-rays, DVDs, games. Yeah. But the person who's running it knows what they're doing. It's ran like a record store, so all the records are priced up, not at charity shop prices. They're priced up at what they're actually worth. Mm. And this album sells roughly if you if you on a good day if you're getting it for a good price, it sells for about forty quid. Yeah. Um. And it was and they had a copy in this charity shop, and it was priced up at forty quid. And I'm like, I really fucking want it, but I don't want to spend forty quid on a record. That's ridiculous. And it was in really good condition. The sleeves in good condition. The records in good condition. And I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. So that was like before lockdown. And yeah, yeah. Um, when it reopened, I went in, have a mooch, and it was still there. Now, I popped in on Saturday to have another mooch, and it had gone. It wasn't there. Mm. And I remember thinking to myself, fucking hell, which dick had spent 40 quid on that? <laughs> yeah. Turns out, <laughs> turns out it was the good lady wife. Um, but apparently, she didn't spend that much money on it. So, whether she's had the cheek to haggle in she's a charity shop... haggled in a charity <laughs> shop, Or whether they'd reduced the price, I don't know. That but. is amazing. <laughs> Um, so I was really happy, like you know, I got this record and I'm chuffed. <laughs> um, she got me um, F1 2020 for PlayStation, yeah. Which I've been after an F1 game since like 2016, but they re- they cost a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, the one of games at the moment. The one of the most expensive games that you can buy, you yeah. know. Um, so I'm just like I can't justify spending that much money. Mm-hmm. Um, I nearly bought it at the beginning of lockdown, but it was like sixty quid, um, and that was the bloody download you don't even get a disc um if i'm spending that much never do i want a disc never do the download the download's always four times more expensive than any disc you can get you go pick cod up for 30 quid now up there it's like 65 quid online well um so yeah station of profit mongering wankers sorry it's cool i've always thought that I'll just wait till it reduces in price. Maybe when, like, you know, 2017 comes out, I'll buy 2016. It'll be mm. cheaper. Mm. But then 2017 comes out, and you're like, I don't want 2016. I want 2017. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she gives me this other present, and it's, and it's F1 2020. And mm. I know how much that costs. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. But I'm super happy. I'm like a child. Like, I'm dead excited. I've got F1 2020. I've got a record I've been after for ages. This is ridiculous. Give it me back then. No. No. We got um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Put that in the. Put it in now. It needs installed. You could have installed it for me. It needs installed. Put it in now. Um, could have done this last night. I know, yeah. Um, and and then she got me a watch as well. Um, now, I, I, I'm pretty certain you know that I really like G-Shocks. Yeah, I've, I love G-Shocks. Yeah, I know. They, yeah, I know. They I are the this. working man's watch. You know yeah. what I mean? The the the. I think they're brilliant watches, and I think some of the designs that they come up with are awesome as well. And um, I've got a couple of limited edition ones. And recently, they partnered with Gorillas, the band Gorillas, yeah. and they released a line of watches. Mm-hmm. And they've they all sold out like that. They've gone. Yeah. Um, and they've recently done a new batch of limited edition Gorillas watches, and they're quite cool. They're all right. I mean, I'm not a massive fan of the Gorillas by by no means, but uh, the watches look really cool. And uh, and I, I'm opening this box, and it's not a normal G-Shock box. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I, I flip the lid, and it says Gorillas on the inside. And then I open that bit, and then you see the G-Shock box, and you're like, oh my fuck, this is a limited edition Gorillas G-Shock. Like, I'm like, this is ridiculous. So yeah, well, it's like half eight at night. Um, 
This is a long story. You asked me why I'm tired. Um, <laughs> it's like half eight at night. You didn't tell this story I'm, to someone last night, did you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Podcast is over when I'm done with this. Um, I'm dead excited now. I've gone from being quite tired to excited. I've got this yeah. game, I've got this record, I've got this watch. So yeah, I've put the watch on. Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing the watch in the house. Um, I've cleaned the record, dropped the needle on. The game's installing. And I'm, I'm going to have a quick blast of the game. Oh, um, I know why you're and, tired. And then I'll, I'll play it properly tomorrow. Which I did, in all fairness, I, I did. I did do that. And as I'm playing the game, I go, "Ooh, it's SummerSlam tonight." I'd almost yes, forgot was. about that. And my missus goes, "Shall we stay up?" Now, normally she goes, oh, "Are you watching it?" And and these days, I'm like, "No, I'll just watch it tomorrow. I can't. I'm not. I'm old. I'm, I'm stopping up. I'm not doing it anymore." Um, and but she goes, "Shall we watch it? Shall we stay up and watch it?" And like my lad was like, "I'll stay up." And she goes, I'll stay up, and, and little and was like, well, I'll try. She made it till midnight. Um, <laughs> Rosie's like, I'll, yeah. I'll sit on the settee for a bit, but I'm yeah. getting bad. <laughs> so that's why I'm tired, because we stayed up and watched um, SummerSlam last night. And in all fairness... It was a good one. It, it was all right, um, and, but it was short, which I'm really happy about, because they used to start at 1 in the morning. Now they start at midnight. But it only because it's the normally an extra hour, so they yeah. don't they start at midnight and they don't finish till four. But it finished around three o'clock. It was short for a summer slide anyway. Um, so I was really happy about that. Uh, but I was quite wired after I'd gone through my tired stage. I'd, I'd gone over got over the wall, and I was quite like hyped up when I went to bed, and I couldn't sleep for like another hour. Mm. And because I'm an old man these days. Um, I can no longer do the thing when you wake up after being in bed for three hours and you go, I think I need a piss. You know what, be right. And you roll over and go, yeah, back I sleep. can't do I that can't shit. do it anymore. It's not even a question. No, it's just like, I'm up. I'm up. And so three hours later, I'm downstairs. So, you know, it's fucking seven in the morning. And then I you go, might as well stay up I go there, back up, upstairs. I crash for another couple of hours. And then I wake up with a really heavy head and my eyes are hurting. And there's a pissing wasp in the window. And he's doing me tits in. So I have to go and deal with him. And then I'm up at that point. So I'm like, I get up. And so literally all day, I've, I have been out and about saying, I'm glad I had to wear a mask because my face must have just said. Mm a thousand words like I, I i've just been miserable as sin i've been oh i'm just dead like oh for fuck's sake but i'm breaking through that wall now so it's you're awake again i'm getting a bit again so it's gonna come to like midnight tonight and i'll be like well i think i'll, I'll just I'll watch something else so that's why i'm tired my tired story is a little different bloody wrestling yeah go on <laughs> uh, one was a little bit of the bloody wrestling because mm. I was a little bit shall I shaunt at and then I was no and then what I thought afterwards when I was woken up this morning at 5.30 was I bloody well should have done because I didn't get sleep till 3 anyway um, in and out of sleep we have had Mr Scruffy or more welcomely known in our family as a wickle puppy <laughs> we had a wickle puppy weren't you He's absolutely bloody beautiful. However, David, as soon as the night time comes and he's been out for his nightly wee or his nightly poo, this is what we get. (laughs) (laughs) So we put him in his cage and he goes... (laughs) So in a nutshell, Dave, I spent last night on my sofa going, shut up, Scruffy, (laughs) and then taking him outside. So he has a little dribble. And then bringing him back inside, giving it five minutes. 
then going back out the back door, <laughs> then coming back in, having two hours sleep, Dave. Oh, 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 oh. Then going back outside. And then what I did was stop getting my backside up and just went straight to sleep. And I've had about two, three hours. So really, I should have made use of my time and watched Flipping SummerSlam. <laughs> I should have done. Well, But what I watched last night was the Champions League final. Was that last night? That was last night. You know something on the Sunday morning when I got up for football? I didn't know about that. Uh, it wasn't exciting. I wanted a bit more of a, an event to what yeah. last night was. Bayern Munich won 1-0. And they deserve to win, especially how they've played throughout the rounds. And yeah. The only team to ever win with a 100% record. one 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 All the way through. Smash bars are 8-2. Some of the most noticeable ones. Um, won Bayern, uh, won PSG last night 1-0 I wanted PSG to win and Neymar to score um, that's what my bet was and that bet was also wrapped up in Povetkin and White which, that went fucking wrong as well this weekend because oh, Mr Dylan fight. White was giving yeah. it and Rocky 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 Yeah, uh, and then fast asleep good night sweet prince um, so betting wise Dave this weekend for myself personally has been Absolutely atrocious. Mm-hmm. I've gone to the very pinnacle of £300 the round before he knocked him out. The round before he knocked him out. I was on the next round. And then, you know, straight back down again. Do, do, do you know, know what? what I shouted at my TV? Sorry? Do you know what I shouted at my TV? Go on, now? go on. It's not audible. It's not audible. <laughs> we will be in a TJ Quick situation if I audible oh, everything that we oh, were saying to the bloody screen. Wasn't pretty, Dave. I literally had a complete full-on meltdown at the television. Do you know what? I've done a similar thing with UFC in the past, where I've had like an accumulator on all the fights. Yeah. And every single one's come in, and it got to the main event. And yep. it wasn't even a case of I got got it wrong in the main event. The person who I backed got absolutely annihilated in about 30 seconds. But every other fight had come in, and I was literally sitting on like 500 quid. And I'm just like, oh, and you think, yeah, yeah, this is my night. And then it all just goes away. Well, exactly the same. Exactly the same. I've got an accumulator of bets and I've I've bet on Dylan White. Of course. And, uh, and why wouldn't you, in all fairness? I bet, why wouldn't I bet you? on the Brie. I bet on the in guy. Um, and all leading up to the point, he was knocked out in five, wasn't he? In the fifth, yeah. Um, yeah I yeah. had him knock out Povetkin in the sixth. Mm. Now, as you know, if you've seen the highlights or if you've seen the fight, ladies and gentlemen, leading up to that round, it was all white. He yeah, knocked him he down twice. Perfect. So we were only one, t- one knockdown away from a TKO. Povetkin looked like he didn't really have a, an answer to the yeah. questions he was being asked. I love that sentence. Um, and what actually happened was he swung what I call a go-away punch. Now, I've, I've yeah. watched a lot of Tyson Fury versus Wilder over the last 48 hours uh, just because there was a boxing fight, and I love that last fight yeah. between the two of them. I like how Tyson made a mockery out of Wilder, if you will. It, just in my opinion, yeah. his footwork annihilated him, his glove work annihilated him. And he was completely fit as, you know, at the end of the fight. Whereas Dylan, you know, Wilder, sorry, looked a bit knackered. So I've watched a lot of that. But in every single break, um, Wilder was knocking out an uppercut. And I was just watching the fight, 
like over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah. I was I was constantly thinking, Jesus Christ, if it, one of them uppercuts just catches, just, yeah, yeah, just catches Fury, then he's done. He's done. Mm-hmm. He's done. And every single one of them was but, left right of his ear. I mean, that's that's Pavetkin. Yeah, that's wildest thing though, isn't he? I mean, he's got that one punch knockout, yeah. and he, especially the fights against that like, Louis Ortiz, he's needed him. Yeah, you know what I mean. But Pavetkin, you know, he's. You can't you can't write him out. He's a beast. He's only ever lost to AJ and Klitschko. Yeah. So and yeah, he's yeah, an yeah. absolute unit of a man. Yeah. He's so powerful. And that's the thing. Dillian White for me, rounds one to four, he was perfect. He was everything. At, and he looked good as well. He, yeah. he got himself in shape. Yeah. Um, every single round he was perfect. And Pavekin just kept coming forward and he was doing that like that the Russian boxing style. I'm yeah. gonna punch you and I'm big and I'm stocky and I'm powerful and you're not gonna hit me. Um and and White was just working his jab. He was just popping that jab, bam, bam, yeah. bam, walking back, bam, bam, bam. He was absolutely he was like, brilliant. His arms were up, he wasn't getting hit. Come here, take this left with you, go and back over there. That fourth round where he put Pavekin down, it was perfect. They were perfect punches. Second knockdown. Yeah. Second, I needed chin. one more. Bang. Yeah. It was perfect. And the fifth, you know, like you say, Povetkin, Wilder, they only need that one punch and Go it's away. just got to connect. And he swung it absolutely perfectly. Bang. White was out before he started falling backwards. Well, you could tell how he his head was going down. Gone. He was oh, like, good night, my sweet prince. God, I was just like. And you know, the, the, the real. The thing that. I, with Dillian White, is he was he was number one ranked for the WBC. He was next in line for the yep. WBC belt. He was mandatory, but he's not the kind of guy that sits on his ranking. He likes to go out and fight, and he's only had like six or eight amateur fights, and he's he's been learning on the job, um, and he's always fought people that are better than him. And generally, he wins. You know, he didn't beat um, AJ. Um, but, you know, guys like Derek Chisora, um, which he beat twice. And, you know, he's he's a he's a good boxer. And he could have just sat on his ranking. And he could have just waited. He could have waited it out. And he could have got that mandatory WBC fight. But, no, he take, let's take on Povetkin. Let's have this fight instead. I admire him for doing it. I think it's rather stupid this time. But... Very, very dangerous and very, very silly. If it was just... I mean, I suppose it's, it's heavyweight boxing. Anybody can knock anybody out if you connect. Um, but if it was some kind of journeyman, then maybe, all right, fair enough. Just quick paycheck before you before you step up to Tyson Fury-like. Um, Problem he has is he has to wait for a year now, doesn't he? Well, they've got um, a rematch clause. So I believe they're going to do that before the year's out. So I don't know what happens if he beats Povetkin by the end of the year. Uh, whether the whether that decision is reversed and White becomes number one contender again, I understand the payday. I just don't understand the thinking behind it. No, he could from, from his management team. Yeah, but I say this a lot about footballers and everything else. I think sports management team, sports in general, the management team mm. is really wankers. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they've got the client's interest in, at heart because you Generally wouldn't have made not. that if you were advising Dylan White. Mm. And fair enough, if it was a five million pound paycheck, yeah, you would say to him, and he probably he may have had this said to him. You never know. The only thing good about this is the money. Yeah, I advise against it. It's up to you. Mm. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have sent him in. You've got that. You've got that. Um, 
that ranking. You got it right there. You've got the man. You are the mandatory for the WBC belt. He could have literally thrown a spanner in the works for Fury and AJ. He could have gone, no, you're not having that fight. I'm the mandatory. I get Fury next. That simple. Mm. He could have done that. Mm. Um, Which who does he fight for? Hey, who's he fight for? Dylan White, not Eddie Hearn. He could be, you know. I think he is. I think he's an Ian Stable, isn't he? That's funny, that, isn't it? Is he an Ian Stable? The only one you can throw a spanner in the works of AJ and Fury. And he's in the same stable as AJ. I think he is. We'll have to Google that. Let me check that. But, um... You keep talking, I'll check it. <clears throat> I'm all appled. He's... You're all on tablets and everything now. I know, yeah, I know. Fucking hell, cave's changed. It involves turning that way if I use the laptop. Um... How exhausted. How exhausting, sorry. <clears throat> um... Is matchroom any Teddy Earn? Matchroom boxing. Yeah, matchroom uh, matchroom boxing. Eddie Earn opens up about Dylan White fight, saying the sport is brutal. Yeah. Mm, Okay, there you go. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, back to the news here. We think Eddie Earn's a bit of a cunt. It seems as though the only person who could throw a spanner in the AJ Fury fight has been uh, moved out of the way. Spanner eliminated. He's a he's a meme fest though, isn't he, Eddie? Yeah, he he's is a, a meme fest. Meme fest. He, he's, he's a full on crafty cockney. I do. Uh, one of my favourites from recently was when he was um, he was on Sky Sports and he would, uh, they're doing the social distance interviews, and uh, he walks into the into the press room, and you've got the the two meter uh, gap, you've got the microphone on the boom, you've got the Sky Sports presenter, and Eddie Ern just walks in and goes, "Shamal, motherfuckers." <laughs> Not realising that he was live on Sky Sports News. <laughs> and the uh, the presenter's like, All right, apologies to everybody listening there. And he goes, we're not live, are we? He's like, yeah, we're, we're, we're live, Eddie. We're live. And he goes, oh, oh, um, um, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> like, he didn't know everybody's face. I'd, I'd just like to apologise to the people. Um, <laughs> Shaman, motherfuckers. Shaman, motherfuckers. Um, staying with sport. Staying with, Staying with sport for a little bit. Port Vale broke a record yesterday. The standing record of 37. <laughs> no. The, no. The what? The record of 37 sold on opening shirts day. The whole 37 shirts? That was the record, wasn't it? I've got no fucking idea. I thought the record was um, 37. 12, fuck no. Um, no, they've, uh, yeah, they, they broke the record of, um, of uh, shirts being sold on opening day. Um, yep. In the history of, of Port Vale. Now, right. We had Pete Conway down there. The thing is, Cleon, right? <laughs> yeah. This is for the away shirt. Yes. So, we we spoke about the home shirt a couple of weeks ago and how it was like Marmite. People either love it or they hate it. And just let me say this in regards to the home shirt. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's Marmite. You love it or you hate it. And then the away shirt got launched and the video got got. As soon as the video came out, I sent it to you, and and you were like, "Oh, oh, that's nice." Oh, I do like a black. Kid. Oh, that's nice. And the thing is, everybody went, "Shit, that's really nice." It's got the collar. Do you know what? Right, that I'm. And I say it every week, I'm not a massive football fan, right? So when this is what it is, it's black, mm-hmm. right, <laughs> with like a charcoal grey badge. A charcoal grey sponsor mm-hmm. and a charcoal grey um, make. Brand, brand. Make, brand. Badge. It's just black. Plain black and plain grey. And I'm like, I could have done that on Microsoft Paint. I don't understand. Oh my God, let me take over this shit. Why 
everybody went crazy over it. But did you see Robbie Williams's video? It does look beautiful. Did you see fairness. Robbie Williams's video? I didn't. No, not on the away shirt. He summed it up <clears> a little bit better. Uh, he said, here's a Port Vale uh, away shirt. It's been designed to be worn with jeans <laughs> or on the golf course, if you so prefer. It can be wear as a polo. It can be wear with jeans. <laughs> and it's a beautiful dark black colour with uh, the charcoal rim off it. I think it's gorgeous, Dave. I love every football fan on the planet. Right, a little bit about football, a little bit of football trivia. Not many football teams have a black away shirt. And the yeah. reason being is, is mainly throughout time, traditionally, the referees and linesmen wear black. Wear black, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's changing now. They wear yeah. like a yellow. Mm-hmm. So football now is taking on that black away shirt and the white home shirt and, mm-hmm. and things like that, where traditionally the white was only really allowed to Real Madrid. Yeah. Um, because of what they've... Blah, 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 blah. Um, so that's why everyone starts going completely... Over mm. a black away strip because a black football strip's not it's not that well known. Yeah. I yeah. I I've got the black Newcastle top, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, and I fanboyed out over that the moment it came out. It was literally fifteen fifteen. It came out fifteen fifteen. It was in my inbox. It was, yeah. it was literally yeah. drag drop mine, and I've got to be honest, I. I'm always one to do the humble pie shout, so I'll do it now. I took the piss out of the home shirt, mm-hmm. and mainly to do with the V doesn't go down far enough. No, yeah, and I said that, didn't I? The yeah, bottom yeah, of it, yeah. The bottom of it's just like, it just, what's that all about? It just looks unfinished. Mm-hmm. I, don't think the, I don't think the V should ever have an end on that strip. Yeah. I think it should just go in. Then square off at the bottom of the shirt. square off yeah. at the bottom of the shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the away shirt is a thing of... Walking beauty. It's smart, isn't it? I think it's yeah. smart. Um, but like for me, it was like the thought process behind it was that doesn't take much to design. But then again, what do I know? You've seen the the bodge jobs on the graphics that I do on some of the uh, podcast stuff. <laughs> well, no, we haven't yet. Actually, where is that stuff? No, anyway, I mean, anyway. I mean, <laughs> I mean the, the stuff the stuff that I do. Like, sorry, um, that was an inside joke for the team. Uh, we, um, but no, it's been purchased. Oh, have you got one? Yeah, I didn't go uh, to Port Vale itself because that seemed too much of a, a hard trip. <laughs> um, I ordered it online. They and suspended. They were, and they were out of stock. They now, suspended. They suspended yeah. So I've now got to wait. So that teaches me a big, big mm. lesson, that does. The- one, I should have just walked... Point three miles. Yeah, just up the road. Like. <laughs> to, to get the shit instead of going... I can't be bothered. It's Champions League. It's, Champions, <laughs> it's DC Fandom. It's Champions League. DC Fandom. Pavetkin White. It's bloody SummerSlam. There's too much going on. I can't afford to leave the house at this time. Pay chase. <laughs> click, click. Um, yeah, they suspended all online ordering, but you could still go down to the to the, the store, uh, the club shop, and uh, and buy the, the shirts. But yeah. they, they sold out. What made me chuckle is they, they, they posted online what they'd sold out of. So it's all the usual. So they sold out of large, um, they sold out of extra large, they sold out of double XL. Um, so it said large, extra, maybe medium as well. Medium, large, extra large, double XL, 7XL. It went from double XL to 7XL. There was only three of them. Mates. I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> I know some big lads, right? I know some big chaps. 
Who the fuck's a 7XL? You'd be surprised, because football shirts are tight now, aren't they? Well, yeah, I guess, Whereas I guess. Whereas they used to be the quite figure-hugging. You know, I used to wear, I mean, I'm talking about seven years ago, no, I used to wear a double XL. So I know how big yeah, that was fat, Dave. a double XL is. My brother used to wear like a 4XL, and he was a big lad when he was in a 4XL. Yeah. And I was like, 7XL? That's a That's thing. big. But yeah, they sold out, so there's a demand for the 7XLs. Like. Let me just say something about the kit launch Some at Some big Port chaps Royal. in Burslem. Now, Pete Conway was at the kit launch. Yep. Now, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, or if anyone listens to the podcast and does know who to speak, Pete. I aren't being nasty. If the father of effing Robbie Williams goes to the kit launch of your kit, get a top out of the clubhouse and give it to him. <laughs> and say, put this on, Pete. Yeah, Pete. Yeah, Pete. Put this on. Your son's made us hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of revenue over these past God knows how many years. Considering it's our fucking kit launch, <laughs> here's a top. Put it on because it looks better with you wearing it instead of that veil top you're wearing, which just looks old, mate. They should have just given him a top <laughs> and made it just look a bit more... What was he wearing? Which one did he have on? He had, like, it wasn't... A... I hope it was Kalamazoo. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it, it was, like, one of the, you know... It, it, was, it was nothing bad, nothing negative. You know, the just the black... It's like a rugby shirt. Yeah, yeah. With, yeah it's just got the veil mean. emblem yeah. on yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Like a supporter's top, isn't Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Like a supporter's top. Like, Port Vale, I understand... But please, can someone put an injection of class into that club? Mm. Just, just five percent. If if a, a world megastar, mm. I'm not being nasty. He's in eighty million albums. I think that puts him up there. Um, father is helping the club. Is pushing the word out. If his son's helping the club and he comes along to an event, give him a shirt. Yeah. Damn the forty quid. Maybe he didn't want one. I know, but you would it personally if he would have turned up if if we were doing a kit launch and he would have turned up and I was there with Vale, I would have gone right. Come on, game and Pete, come put a shirt on. Come put this away shirt on. Go on, Pete. Go get this bloody shirt on. Go, Papa Pete. Go put the shirt on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I I just think it looks better when you're on a picture. On now, bearing in mind everything's social media, so everything's what the eye sees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, on the picture, you've got Pete, you've got the manager, John Askew, who's in his usual manager wear, so fucking tracksuit and fucking coat, which is standard for a manager, and, and Carol, every one of you put the new Veil shirt on. You're talking about the new Veil strip launch. Put the new strip on. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. This is media training 101. You've got a megastar behind it. Just, I'm just a bit... It just doesn't look uh, yeah. synchronous. Yeah. It just yeah, doesn't look one. It just doesn't look like the same hymns being sang off this, that hymn sheet. Yeah. It looks like we're on. We've got a bit of page five and a bit of page six going on here, and I don't think Valu or page five have quite caught up with this. But mm. I think that's also a lot to do with they haven't grown in success and met at the. Can you see yeah. where I'm coming yeah, yeah, from? Yeah, yeah, All yeah. the success Williams he's had and everything. I think it would have been a bit better if we would have got promoted and then done this. And then done it all, yeah. And learned yeah. a few lessons, yeah, but it's, it's just what it is. Do you know, one thing he has done, uh, which I noticed yesterday and, and Saturday, was um, it's fans are excited again yeah. about Vale. You know what I mean? Uh, there's there's a, lad, um, a lad who I know, um, Michael Stanya, 
um, who is a cheeky plug for for Mike. He's doing his uh, he's uh, he's got his own promotion, his own production uh, company, and he's going to be doing some documentaries next year on Freeview. Um, he, I will post a link on our social media to his social media because I can't remember off the top of my head. But he posted yesterday. He'd been and bought a shirt, and he said it's the first one I've bought in fifteen years. You yeah, know what I mean? Same, and, even, and even same. me, I was like, I haven't bought a Veil shirt for years, and I haven't been to the Veil for years. And even I was like, do you know what? I might have to get one. You know what I mean? And but I, I love as much as I'm, I'm not too keen on the home strip. I've always loved the yellow and gold Veil shirts. Um, yeah. So I'm looking at the goalkeeper's top from the home, the home goalkeeper's top, the yellow and gold, um, yeah, yellow and uh, black even. Um, Holy and even, fuck. even I'm like, I, I might have to get one, you know, like because it's, I'm, I'm feeling excited about local football again. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean. Um, and this is why I've got so much of an output for it, and this is yeah. the only reason because I'm like, whoa. So I'll, I'll uh, nah, we'll see. We'll see what uh, I've done the math since my last Vale shirt. Go on. It's got to be 25 years. Really? Really? I know I don't own my last Vale shirt. I'm trying anymore. to work out how long ago when I was 15. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Cheers, though. Yeah, Cheers. Was, uh, some time ago. That was clear. Um, what a wanker. No, I, I, <laughs> I don't own the last one I bought anymore for some reason. Maybe I grew out. I, I just grew and my rent sold it or something. I don't know. But. Um, the, the last one I had, we've told this story on the podcast before, was the Tunstall Assurance, the two stripes on the shoulders, the yeah, badge the in the middle. Yeah, the white one, badge the in the middle, one. the away shirt was the, white, the, yellow, the yellow and black, black stripey one. The yeah. Autogloss Trophy winning team. Yeah, um, I I had that shirt, but it got stolen um, when I went I went swimming, um, and uh, the locker got broken into and that got stolen. So they never had them in stock in my size. We were going for weeks, and they just didn't get them back in stock. So I ended up settling for an away jersey. Uh, but that was the last one I legitimately bought and owned. Um, the one I've got now is the it's the the Robin Vanderland um, Kalamazoo the the white the silvery. I think that's before that shit. It is before, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so uh, I'm 15. I bet you were only 12. Yeah, 12 probably, years away from that. Um, <laughs> Not a million miles. I, I, I still own that one for some reason. You know what? It might have been me dad's. And it just got ended up with my stuff. I don't know why, but um, yeah. Uh, but I've got that jersey, and like I say, I had the the Tunstall Assurance ones. Um, you know, the, when the badge in the middle was the fashion. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's got to be like ninety six, hasn't it? No, I think it's pre ninety six. No, it's not. It is because wasn't the England strip Euro ninety six? Didn't that have the badge in the that middle? That did have the badge in the middle. You are correct. The Autoglass Trophy final, I think, was nineteen ninety three. Think. Ooh, I don't know, man. Uh, we'll have to add. We'll have to think. Up, What's Cleon's football notice like? What's Cleon's football brain like? So I'm going to go Port Vale, Autoglass, Trophy Final, 1993. Kitler! Kinelman, 1993. Bang on! Do you know something? I can barely remember my own pissy name. But I can remember like the football finals and teams and places I've watched them. It's absolutely a joke. Well, yeah, that was 93. Yeah, that's how long ago that one is. That's why I was saying, God, it's got to be 20 years. Well, I've got the... Um, uh, I've just looked for the strip that I had, and uh, there's one on eBay. Um, it's just loading up. 93 to 95, they had that strip, apparently. Yeah. 93 to 95. So yeah. they may have played any at the end of 
What was he done? Played in it in the end of the season and then carried it on for the next season. God, and somebody wants 65 quid for it. Yeah. Get in the fucking canal as well. How does that sound? Anyway, talk to me about some DC stuff. Thank you. It's time to geekgasm. Oh, I've been waiting to geekgasm. I've been raring to go. So anybody that doesn't know, it was the DC Fandom (laughs) event on Saturday, which was like, how many hours worth? Uh, It was 24. Yeah, 24 hours worth of, of, of geek-tastic DC stuff. Um, now, obviously, you can't do comic conventions and stuff at the moment because of COVID. So all this was done online, and it was Zoom interviews, and it was like interviews with, with, with artists and writers and actors and painters, and, painters and uh, everything. Everything to do with whatever's upcoming in, in the DC universe, multiverse, what-the-fuck-ever-verse. Yeah all happened now i caught a little bit of it um i was otherwise occupied on on saturday so mm-hmm. i did manage to tune into about half an hour i saw some of the sandman stuff yeah um and i saw some of the multiverse stuff but not much so you got up to the multiverse 101 yeah but i only watched about five minutes of yeah, it that was I way to... boring <laughs> That was the president of DC telling us about how excited he is about the multiverse. Let me just explain how the multiverse works and say multiverse 450,000 times in an American accent. You're like, wow. And I find it weird seeing a Chinese person with anything other than a Chinese accent. Really? Yeah. Or at least like a like a, um, a Chinese twang to yeah, the Yeah, I met a Scouse Chinese guy once and it completely threw me lid. <laughs> I was like, you all right, La? I was like, whoa. What? Whoa, he was in a takeaway as well. I left. Freak me. Anyway, first out the door, I've got, out of the entire fandom, I took away four things that I was massively impressed by. Okay? Mm -hmm. Two movies, two games. Okay. Quite simple. Yeah. Now, just for any of the fanboys that are listening to this, because I know we've got uh, listeners all over the world, I will not be covering um, Zack Snyder's Polishing a Turd. Oh, I, the, uh, I, I aren't doing that yeah. shit, Dave. I've seen the movie. There's not really much you can do otherwise other than add outtakes from Batman, add outtakes from Superman versus Batman, add outtakes from... It's basically going to be a movie made up of certain outtakes and a couple of chop and shop jobs. Right. I, I'm not really down with that, and I'm not really bothered about it. What I am bothered about from the Zack Snyder universe is the Flash multiverse. Yeah. Where the Flash and Batman, this hasn't been finalised, etc. Yeah. yet. It's still coming through with the Flash movie. Whereas we'll be going to various different multiverses. So what multiverse is, it's something that was born out of DC. So basically, it's just visiting another dimension, Dave, where you would exist. But it yeah. would be somebody else running you, whereas perhaps in another universe we're a very famous radio disc jockey or whichever you see where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. So that's the the part of that Zack Snyder universe I'm excited about. However, I'm not covering what was done on the DC fandom, which was the, the Snyder cut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, however... First out the park was Wonder Woman 1984. Yep. Yeah. Now, just from me, it looks great. Um, I think visually it looks fantastic, and so did the first one, and it also lived up to its hype of the first film. I thought Wonder Woman was generally a good female-led film. <laughs> um, so they're bringing back 
Yeah, did you see how impressed I was with what yeah, I said? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so they bring you back Gail Gardot as Wonder Woman, Chris Pine, uh, Kristen Wiig. I don't know if you know Kristen Wiig oh, yeah, is from yeah, SNL. Yeah. yeah. She's coming as is the Cheetah. It's a bit like Cheetah from Thundercats, <laughs> no. but it's Cheetah. Um, so it's set in 1984 during the Cold War, and the film will follow Diana as she faces off against Maxwell Lord and the Cheetah, played by Kirsten Wiig. So this film looks visually fantastic, as the first one did. It brings back Chris Pine, who we all believe died in the previous movie. Um, however, I think it was just too much of a draw to actually lead yeah. out to the second movie, just because everything he does is pretty much fantastic. Um this follows the battle of the Cheetah versus Wonder Woman, which I believe is going to be the close. Um, yeah, it's very nice. Sorry, Dave just sent me a picture of uh, Kristen Wiig. Wig. <laughs> so that film, that trailer's all up. It's an extended trailer. That movie's already finished. That movie is already out of the door, and that movie's already set to be released. I think that's coming out this year. I'm a bit hazy on release dates, aside from... Batman just due to the fact that Covid's happened and I don't know what anything is no more the second out of the park which made me geekgasm in ways I've never geekgasms before was something which I believe that the the DC universe are leaders in and they do lead uh, the other comic books in this world and that's computer games and they really do. Right. The Arkham uh, Asylum series, the Batman Arkham Knight series are record-breaking, you know, computer games. The next one out the park is called Gotham Knights. So, ladies and gentlemen, Batman is dead. It's a code black. No. The game takes place several years after Batman's apparent death with the GCPD grown corrupt following James Gordon's death. There's a rise, there's a rise of crime, leaving Batman's aliases, Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, and the Red Hood as the only ones to restore restore justice to the streets of Gotham. Now, on that game, brilliant, quite simply, you can play co-op. So you can be co-op with someone online or you can be co-op. So you can pick, you can be Robin and someone, one of your mates can be the Red Hood or you can be Robin and one of your, yeah. it can be Batgirl, one of you can be Nightwing to go through doing the campaign and the online mode, which is absolutely fantastic. So I was rocking a bit back on my heels about that one day, watching Robin doing back kicks in the air and flying through and going, oh my God, this is amazing. And they said, and coming up next on DC Fandone is Suicide Squad Kill the League. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not the movie whatsoever. Um, I'm not massively... I'm not into the Suicide movie yet just because there's not been enough stuff released about it. We had a very, very brief panel um, and probably the most cartoonish trailer I've ever seen for a first trailer. It seemed a bit hurried and pushed through. So I'm not sure when the Suicide film, the Suicide Squad film is out. Right. Okay, it's it's coming through, it's in production. So anyway, the Suicide Squad Kill the League game is set yeah. for 2021. So it's set in Metropolis. You have the choice between Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot and King Shark. And their target, guess who the target is? Gump. Superman. <gasps> Who's been controlled by Brainiac and is on the rampage. Open world done by Rocksteady. So same people who do Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Yeah. So it's you know, it's got that it's got that standard on it. Absolutely amazing. And Luke's the trailer looks amazing. 
Now, the good thing is about DC Comics, which stands for Detective Comics... Comics. <laughs> anyway, the great thing is about the DC movie uh, games verse is the DC games verse actually delivers every time. Yeah. Every single... The last Batman game I played on, not because it was a Batman game and I really love me bat. Yeah. Um, it really, really, really kind of hooped me in and I still think to this day that's probably one of the best games I've ever played. As an open world um, there's a level where you're driving the Batmobile and you're doing cars there's a level where you're doing boats, there's the detective mode, there's that and it's just every level's a next step up. It's when you've done 8 hours and you save your progress and it says 7% <laughs> and you look at it and go Oh, shit, Ted, this is going to be a long night. Um, it, it, it's just a, a fantastic game. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I backed Mr. Patterson, mm-hmm. uh, as you can remember, and I think I've been right to back him. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer? I watched the trailer this morning. Bit of a geekgasm. Must have been a bit of a geekgasm. I was... Um, just a little bit. I, I, was, uh, I was highly intrigued by it, I must admit. Um, I'm... <laughs> I'm not sure about the old. They're going for this like kind of grungy feel. They've got Nirvana on the the soundtrack, and it's like it's about time we became a DC movie. It's um, it's a DC movie now. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. This this kind of grungy feel and and, and Batman something in the way. Yeah, something in the way. Yeah, um, and it's. There's a bit at the end of the trailer where he hasn't got his mask on, but he, his black eye makeup is all smudged and running down, and it's a bit emo. Just, just, stop just stop him in, though. Just stop him in. Just this, this is this is just. Let me break all that down. Just hang on a minute. Mm-hmm. So the the Batman. So hang on. Let me walk into the Batman. Yeah. So Batman's played by Robert Pattinson, Catwoman, Joey Kravitz, the Penguin, Colin Farrell, and the Riddler is Paul Dario. Sorry, I was looking looking all down there. Yeah, Sorry about that. So, when we're talking about the eye makeup, now, have you seen the film Batman Returns? Yes, of course. Right. Now, in Batman Returns, can you remember the part at the end where he rips his cowl off? Oh, vaguely. I've not well, watched it for years. If, if you're watching that when he rips his cowl off, in the first frame, he's got the black makeup. Yeah. Yeah. And on the second frame, he's got no black makeup. He's just got white eyes right, right behind it before he rips his mask off, so he's got a clean face. Yeah. So that's a little bit of a. I have put eye makeup on behind this fucking mask cause mm. to make it, it does, it's not a natural shadow. And I think, I don't know whether or not. Every single DC fanboy has gone, that's quite clever, that is. That's a good mm. nod towards Batman Returns, that is. I like that. Um, however, I do think for the first time in a very long time, we're going to actually get a DC movie that's actually a DC movie. If you've seen Hush, which is the which is what this film is based on, if you want me to be brutally honest, no more lies. Riddler knows who Batman is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Penguin knows who Batman is. That's been staple. We've all, that's been staple from Nate Day Dort. Uh, hence the people being tied up and killed on a murderous rampage with no more lies mm-hmm. to Batman. Yeah, with everything uh, packaged up into it. Now, the grunge feel, the dark color feel, the Bruce Wayne and that manner feel is Batman Year One. Yeah, it is. It's it's very 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 on the money. Mm-hmm. Now I do like the Jim Gordon character. I do like the grunge feel. I'm not a big fan about everything being red. 
Right. I, I don't... Uh, fair. Might be leaning to blood or whichever, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But I do believe we're finally getting a grungy Batman. Now, yeah. in the trailer, you do see the Batcave. Yeah. Um, you see the Batmobile. You do see the Penguin. You do see the Riddler. Um, and you do see Jim Gordon's character. So you do see, and the Catwoman as well, you do see quite a, a long stretch breath. Now, bearing in mind, Dave, I've watched this freeze-framed freeze framed <laughs> with DC fanboys and everything else, looking at Easter eggs. So, you know, yeah. you know they, they've gone over the top with it. I'm happy with the trailer. However, however... I was happy with the trailer for Superman versus Batman. Yeah. And I was very happy with the trailer for Justice League. Yeah. So I'm a little bit worried because DC have got a habit of, like, dick-teasing me. Yeah. Kind of bringing me to that point of satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Me getting in the cinema. Yeah. And then going, oh, no. Oh, no. And, and you know what? We we have had this conversation before, and I say exactly the same things. And and you said to me the 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 Wonder Woman trailer, the Wonder Woman trailer looks really good. And I said they always do, um, and they Such always do. They always do look good. Um, and it's not like I haven't turned me back on the DC movie universe. Uh, I haven't turned my back on it at all. I will continue to watch these films. I I am not. I will drag you to the cinema with me. <laughs> I'm not like a comic book fan at all. You know, I own some comics. Uh, I'm not a comic book fan. You know, I um, I have merely got into the the Marvel movies through the through the movies. Yeah. Literally, just through the films. You know what I mean? I've got into. Um, you know, I watched Game of Thrones, never read the books. I watched Lord of the Rings, you know, never read the books. One. No. Um, and I, I I don't know like the backstories, so I just watch them as as films. You know, I yeah. I don't know anything from the comics, so that's not gonna like blur my vision, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna go well yeah. actually yeah, yeah. what actually happened in in number hundred and twenty three of, of Batman and his massive schlong was you know, I'm not that kind of person. Um, I'll just watch the films and I'll get all the information from the films. The trailers always look good. I always want to watch the films and I've watched the trailers. Yeah. You know what I mean? But for me, they never deliver. No. Apart from Man of Steel, which I really enjoyed for some reason. Um, I, I, I really Batman v Superman. And re- Man of Steel. Mm. I like that whole I lot. really enjoyed Man of Steel. Batman vs. Superman bored the living crap out of me. I, I did disagree more heavily with I know, that and I know you can't. But that's the, that's the beauty of people. Have got I agree with you things. on Justice League mm. now after watching it more than Justice League was yeah. shocking. Um, Such I, bad casting. Wonder Woman was... All right, I suppose it wasn't. I, mean, it was, I can take it or leave it. It's like if it was on the tally and everybody else was watching it, I'd leave it on and I'd watch it. But mm. you know, whereas I think with with the Mar- and I'm, I, don't, I don't want to compare Marvel and DC, but when you're talking about superheroes, that's the other bunch, isn't it? Well, and I think I think it's like ham and eggs. You can't talk about one without the other. Yeah, but I think what what Marvel did right. 
is the everybody they got you emotionally involved in that film you know what i mean in them series of films you were emotionally involved in them characters um and once again like i say i've I've not read the comics so i don't know the backstories so i could just see through fresh eyes and just see this story you know developing on the screen now the thing with the marvel films as well is there's also been some stinkers in in that in that series of films not you know, many it's, though it's 10 years of of movies there's not been many stinkers iron man 3 I think Iron Man 2 was a bit of a shark yeah, film as well, Man, if you want me to be Iron honest. Man 3 was a bit shit. I was never a big fan of the Thor films. I really? Like, I like Ragnarok. Ragnarok was fucking brilliant. But I think anything after Guardians of the Galaxy was pretty fucking good, in all fairness. I think we know um, why. Eh? I think we all know why. The one director that was kind of moving. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takitu, um, whatever his name is. The, the, there were some stinkers in that. So when I watch a bad like DC film, I'm like, well, that one was all right, that one was good, that one was okay, that's just wet Jason Momoa, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, but um, this is a recent stable, we can't talk about, we can, we can, if we want, like, throw, if you want me to just throw a card, I can just go, Heath Ledger. Meh. Oh, May. Meh. He got the Oscar, May. If, he, if he got the Oscar, Jack Nicholson deserved an Oscar, if you ask me, no, you know what I mean? he was better than Nicholson. He was good. He was better than the Joker. He was good, but... I remembered this thing. I'll say it. He only got the Oscar because he's dead. Wow. That's, um, I'll say it. That's why he got the Oscar, because he died. That, that's, <laughs> that's why That's why we're, we're shingles list. Um, I remember... Brilliant I, film. I remember all. Brilliant the, film. I remember all the films that have left a certain impression on me when I've left the cinema. So, Dark Knight Rises. It was Batman. Batman. I've got the box set somewhere. The so, second somewhere Batman. Somewhere. I can't remember. The Dark Knight Rises, the last one. Dark Knight Rises, the last one. Um, Batman Begins is Batman the first begins. one. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight is that returns. what it was? The Knight Returns. I, I could Google what it. What was it called? Chris Nolan. Anyway, Batman films. so <laughs> that left me with a massive, like, when we left the cinema, I had to go like, ah, wow, that was, wow. The second one, Iron Man. When I left to watch Iron Man, now we weren't actually going to watch Iron Man when we went to watch Iron Man. What actually happened was, another film was full, and we ended up watching Iron Man. And I yeah. left there going, wow. I did the same with Equilibrium. Sorry, yeah, we were right. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises. I, I did the same with, I don't know if you've ever seen Christian Bale's Equilibrium. Yeah, I was... Uh, I, I was, went to cinema, caught that, and was like, wow. I was super ill, um, and... Yeah, I was super ill, I was at home, and uh, my missus bought it for me on DVD. Uh, came round, dropped it off, and said, I've grabbed you this, because you're not very well, you can stick it on and just cabbage on setty. And that's when I watched it, and I was like... <gasps> Really good. That was yeah. the same <clears throat> cinema booked. Yeah. What I wanted to see. What else is there on? Uh, what starts round about now? That does. What is it? Fighting. Done. We'll go watch that. Mm. Thought it was amazing. The films that have left me with the biggies still to this moment in time, and this probably shows our taste in movies, is Infinity War, <sighs> Endgame, yeah, Avengers Assemble. I've not seen anything. Superhero movie wise, that tops them. Mm. But Batman doesn't come under the superhero genre because no, he's no, not the superhero, he's a human in a 
and, outfits. And they're they're a different film. They're a completely different film. Yeah. You can you can compare them one's, on that, that one, basic level of Yeah, one's the original, the other one's what they've ripped off and just souped up. Yeah, the the <laughs> Well you can you can compare them on that one basic simple level of it's a superhero film. But Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, the Batman, Batman, and you know what? Even like Justice League, and you know the whole DC movie, um, DC movie, movie universe, whatever, whatever name it was given, they were completely different films, and they went, they went at it backwards as well. They went at it a different way. So whereas there was a whole bunch of origin films, and then you got Avengers Assemble, Justice League was the origin film. You know what I mean? True, but Snyder was supposed to do Justice League. Yeah. And unfortunately, had a tragedy. A tragedy. A tragedy within his family. Mm. And he had to hand it off. Yeah. As an unfinished piece of work that you've got to cobble this together and it's going to be released soon. Mm. Do Warner. Do, is it, do Warner own all of the DC? I've no idea who Characters. owns DC. All the all of the licenses for the movie. I'm obviously, assuming because so, obviously with, Disney would with with Marvel, um, the movie licenses were owned by different people. We all know the the you know the Spider-Man thing because Sony owns Spider-Man and part Disney, they, part Sony. Well, yeah, they came. Yeah. Well, no, Sony owns them. Sony owns Spider-Man, and they've gone. All right, you can use him. That's basically that's the that's yeah. the kind of the gist of it. They've gone. You can use him, but you also need to do stuff for us. Um, which is why it nearly no, folded. Dance, Mickey dance. Yeah, which is why it nearly folded a couple of years ago. Um, you know, and like I think it was New Line Cinema had all of the vampires. So like Blade uh, was New Line Cinema. Fox had um, Fox had the um, mutants. Yeah. Um, Fox had the mutants, which is why in a Marvel film you'll never hear them being called mutants. No, they're called turtles. They're called... I can't remember what they're called. They use a different name. They don't call them mutants. They call them a different name. Well, hang on. Have you gone... uh, Are you in Marvel the X-Men, are you? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I've gone Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, God, where did I go? They won't won't call them mutants because Fox owns mutants, so they have to give them a different title. Um, But Disney bought Fox... Media, which is why on Disney Plus you've now got all the X Men films. Yeah. So, you know, we could eventually see that crossover as well. Um, I think. It, and in all <clears> honesty, <throat> Disney meet Disney Plus. You need to sort your shit out because you're not worth the money right now. Do you know what? It's. I was thinking that the other day. You know, I I did that. I did that <laughs> one off payment. The because you saved a tenner, didn't you? So I did yeah, that yeah. one off fifty quid payment. I've got me fifty quid's worth just from the films I've watched. You know what I mean? But mm. you know, if 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 you if you think like um, if I would have rented it at fiver, if if that movie went on Amazon and I rented it for a fiver, um, <clears throat> the amount of films I've watched, yeah, 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 I've yeah, got yeah. me fifty quid's worth. Yeah, but I'm a bit like I want more original content. Yeah, I want more documentaries. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> What's happened to all this new Marvel stuff that's been released? What? Have they had to put it all on hold because of COVID? I know, but it's gone on. What Disney have done is what Disney do very well. We've put it on hold. Yeah. Uh, hello? Walt? <laughs> and it's going to be... Where's when, when you've got, just gone? When you've got to renew your, your um, yeah. subscription so next year. So what they'll do, they'll withhold all that good stuff, and when it comes to renewing your subscription next year, they'll go, this we're is releasing coming out it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, um, I'm not stupid. I've seen you motherfuckers coming. <laughs> 
I mean, there's been a couple of films like that. I, I watched that monkey film that Ivan the Gorilla, whatever it's called, with mm. Brian Cranston. One of that came out last week, and uh, you know, we watched that. Is that any good? It, it kills an hour and a half. You know what I mean? It's, no, uh, it's it's not. It's a family friendly film, Has and the it does not got a very good range. It's yeah. Um, it's uh, it's a family friendly film, and there isn't much to it. There's not much substance. It's just a dead simple watch this film. Like yeah. you don't have to think much uh, yeah, you know it's, it's a pg or something like that. i don't know like and it's one for the for the kids and you don't have to think much um you know the 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 voice actors are good like the the c the cg the, the is good um it's worth watching once did he beat his monkey um no he didn't beat his monkey um it's <laughs> um <clears throat> brian cranston beating his monkey uh it's it's I, yeah it's worth watching once i wouldn't watch it again and there was there was the um uh, not, the, not done much good since Artemis Fowl was that the film that went straight onto Disney as oh, well oh we went through that we did oh, so I, oh I love that another film. one that should have had a cinematic release but because of Covid they put it straight onto Disney Plus so you know you've got your money's worth there the um, are you Disney's <clears throat> representative for that? You're, you're, the, you're. Shingle- I'm just saying, David is Shingles' list representative for everything Disney and Marvel. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm just <laughs> you saying, have your money's worth. Shut up. <laughs> I think I've got me fifty quid's worth, but there's part of me that's like, if I'd have just signed up monthly, yeah, I would have had more than your I, five quid's worth. Yeah, I would have, I would have spent about like twenty four quid, and I probably would have cancelled it by now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just... It, I was sick. Well, but then again, I suppose there's people who, who will hardcore watch all the Marvel films over and over and over again. There's people who do when, that. When right. did I sit down? I sat down well, not last night. I think it was Friday night. And I thought, let's have a look at this Disney Plus Eve. I was looking for... Um, I mean, there is a ton of stuff on what there. What was I looking for? All the National Geographic stuff. You know, and the Marvel stuff that's coming in. Yeah. It was before Fandom, so it was Friday. I was looking for, you know, Loki's new program that's coming out, Wonder yeah. Vision, um, blah, 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 where I wanted to watch some of that, mm-hmm. and I thought, yeah, I've got, I've got a bit of Disney Plus, let's have a, let's have a quick butchers, and there was cool on there, yeah. absolutely sweet Fanny Adams, Dave, and I just thought, I'm not being nasty, I've watched Moana now thousands of times, it's just doing me head in now. I'm the, not the one and only Ivan, that's what that film's called, by the way. Oh, um, that's what you want to watch, a talking monkey. But it's like, I mean, I'm going through it now, and um, uh, X Men Dark Phoenix has gone on. So, right. you know, I've not seen that yet, but it's. Oh, I've not seen X Men Dark know, Phoenix. Which one's Dark Phoenix? The latest one, the one with um, Air Out of Game of Thrones. And, oh, I haven't hmm. seen that one. Um, Sorry, so, I'll take that back, Disney. We'll be on that later. You know, that, <laughs> that's that gone on. Hamilton went on a few weeks ago, and. Copyright? I fucking. Loved it. It's not the bear, is it? No, not Hamilton Bear. <laughs> Jesus, um, not the not the <laughs> number one driver without a care racing here, racing there. David, I was going to get the. I was going to get hold of the solicitors. He might, he might cause weird. some mischief. We're going to get rich off this one, Dave. <laughs> um, no, the the musical Hamilton, written by Lin Manuel Miranda, um, about the birth of America. Uh-huh. The the story of old America. Told by modern America. I can do that. And it's got the best fucking soundtrack ever. I can do... Seriously, you've got three hours, you'll love it. I can do the story of old America being told by old America in the introduction of new America. Who then boats? No, no, there you go. don't do that. <laughs> That's an Indian accent. It was a... Uh, was... Oh. Native American. Native Americans, yeah. Indian, yeah. 
American Indians. Native Americans. Are you Why to do, do that? Here's a question. Why did they call Native Americans Indians? I don't know. There's a question to the listeners. American Indians, I don't know. I've got don't no idea. Don't call them American well, Indians, you, you, you can't call them that anymore anyway. Why can't you call them Indians? Because they're not. Oh, Dave, I'm not allowed to call yeah. people spastics. I know, yeah. I'm not allowed to call people Indians. Mm. I'm not allowed to Well, you're allowed to call Mong. Indians Indians because they are Indians. <laughs> yeah, but Native Americans, why were they called Indians? <laughs> Native Americans, do you mean Americans? No. They were there first. <laughs> I mean Native Americans. Um... We've not digressed. The not the English We've... you've turned up and impregnated a bunch of them. Yeah, the English and then everyone else, the Spanish, the French. Um, we've digressed. We have. Uh, we were talking Batman, and I was talking emo, emo Batman. Um, we've gone everywhere. And we've gone everywhere since then. Let's pull um, it back. I am looking... I, I always approach the DC films with an open mind. Yeah. And as much as I haven't enjoyed the last few... Now, am I under the understanding that this Batman is completely and utterly separate to anything that's happened before? Mm. Like the previous Joker film with Joaquin Phoenix. All it's gone. just a... It's another part of the multiverse. It's yeah, we've else. decided to do something um, original and start... Because it's rated R as well, isn't it? Which yeah. I'm happy about. We've, so it should be a bit more gritty. We've decided to do something original with the DC Universe. We've decided to start a new Batman <laughs> again. However, however, with this Batman, I think he's young enough to do the year mm, one. Yeah, more. Yeah. And I think he's. I think we're going to see... A and Pattinson's very, a good actor. Uh, yeah, he's a good, good actor. actor. I rate so, him. I rate you know. him. I think he was mint and twilight. Um and whatever that <laughs> whatever that sailor thing was where he was in a lighthouse, that was I don't know. Anyway, um I think it's gonna start year one and it's gonna be very basic Batman. You know, like he's shooting his grapple gun and it not mm-hmm. working and things like that. Um he's steering wheel coming off the Batmobile as he goes round corners. And then I think the next one, I think it's going to be a three movie. And then the next one's going to be pretty much like Nolan's Batman being yeah. Batman. And then the last movie, you know, Batman being the full on bat. Yeah. And then these movies are supposed to hand off to what is Ben Affleck's character. Right, okay. This is the multiverse. Right, okay. So the. Oh, fucking hell. So, the multiverse, you've got uh, Robert Pattinson over here with his Batman. Yeah. So, hello, Robert. You've got Michael Keaton over here. Yeah. With his Batman. Hello, yeah. Michael. And you've got Ben Affleck over here with his yeah. Batman. Hello. And where's George Clooney? Don't worry about George Clooney. Don't worry about oh, Val ba- Kilmer. Nips. And don't worry about... Um, he had nipples, Cleon. What's his name? Because he's gone to Marvel now. Christian Bale. He's in Marvel. That's Christian him. Bale. He's in the Eternals in Marvel. End of him. That's it. So anyway, so the Flash, this is what the multiverse is, the Flash can move in between the different universes. Right. So him and Batman, bit of a buddy cop <laughs> uh, movie or, I don't know if it's going to be episodes or whichever, mm-hmm. he will be going in between uh, in between the multiverses. Is this is this um, Justice League Flash or is this TV series Flash? This is Justice League Flash and it was the first time in movie history that a movie character... Uh, cross, crossed over on Crisis Infinite Earth to yeah. Flash on yeah. the TV screen and right. they met each other and okay. shook hands and said, hey, I'm, I'm, and if you remember, if you, I don't know if you know or don't know, he's not called Flash in Justice League, he's called Barry. Right, okay. He hasn't got the title yeah. of Flash yet. When he crosses over in Crisis Infinite Earth on, is that the Flash or the Arrow show? 
the same roughly the same thing anyway um, when he crosses over he calls him the flash mm-hmm. and he goes what who me uh, Ezra Miller does yeah and aside from Jarvis in Endgame yes the butler yes that's the first time there's been a crossover for a movie to TV to TV in superhero it's the first time it's ever been done I could only think of in superhero one other time of it being done, and it was that end game where Jarvis the Butler from is it DC Legends of Tomorrow? Uh, it's not DC Legends of Tomorrow. Um, the older version of Marvel stuff where Jarvis the Butler's around and all that. Uh, I don't watch none of that, by the way. Mm. Uh, Shield or I'm not sure whichever it is. However, that's the first time it's happened, and they crossed over. So that was a big thing, and then that created all of this multiverse. But a lot of it's been driven by Ezra Miller. Right. Because he seems to be just going, Okay. <laughs> okay. That sounds a mint idea. <laughs> well, um, it all sounds cool. It all sounds like there's some good stuff coming. And like I say, I... Ben Affleck I, signed up. I, yeah. Like I say, I, um, I, approach, I approach everything with an open mind with these films. I want to like them. You know what I mean? And um, I think we should... Uh, we should make it a um, a mandate, like we did with Joker. And I believe it's October that Wonder Woman comes out. October Wonder Woman, I think um, we should do that. So I think we should do it. And, well, yeah, we can do Wonder Woman. Um, <laughs> and we should do uh, The oh, Batman as well. do The Batman. Um, and we should do uh, Disney's Mulan, too. That's, I uh, will... <laughs> Okay, I will. We could take the girls to that. It looks really good. <laughs> I did do a bit of something on the Zack Knight. It looks the Zack Knight. The, the Zack Knight. Snyder. I don't know what that is, but I want to watch it. It's like the Batman yeah. Zack Snyder. But yeah. He's dressing up. As <laughs> he's the dressing bat. up as the Bat. Um, I did look at the Zack Snyder uh, trailer, and if you want me to be brutally honest, it pretty much looks exactly the same as Justice League, just with a little bit more touching touch-ups, etc. I just think this is just going to be a waste of time, and I think it's just going to be a load of hype, but I reserve judgment on that, just because of how much Zack Snyder's talking. Mm. I think it's going to be a trendy adaptation. So, like, the scene's exactly the same. However, in the back of the scene, it says, multiverse, oh my god, what does that mean? I think that's what... We're on pure fanboy with that type of stuff. I'll be interested to see how how it is. Um... I'll watch it. Can't wait yeah. to see it. It'll be on HBO Max. Uh, it says, I've, I've pulled this up here, there are many differences between the theatrical Justice League and Zack Snyder's Justice League. While the basic framework of the story is the same, dozens of additional scenes, backstories, uh, world-building elements, new characters, and teases for upcoming films are present in Snyder's version, but not in the theatrical release. What upcoming films are you doing, Zack? Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League will not include any scenes shot by Whedon for the theatrical cut. Snyder has also confirmed that his version of Justice League will be non-canonical to the DC Extended Universe continuity. So it, it's it's not canon to everything else that Brilliant. happened. So, so it'll be a, its own standalone. One question, same meaning. Why? Why? Yeah. What's the point other than Be- you going? My Justice League was better than the original. Because you just like die in the ocean. Because fanboys, people will pay to watch it. Fanboys want to watch it. <sighs> fanboys want. To watch I don't it. see. There's a point. I think it's just flogging a dead horse. <laughs> I would prefer, and I'm a big DC fanboy, as you know. 
Why do you change your door? Um, I'm a big DC fanboy. Sorry, I fell through it. Did you? Yeah, I awesome. fell through the old door, and I was like hanging off it. And um, but because I'm a, because I'm a man, I've got a spare door in the shed, so I just put a new door. Why, where right. else would you keep a spare door? You know I, mean? um, <laughs> I would personally prefer to get the Zack Snyder's Justice League and kick it into the ocean, just boot it, and just go on you, the boat. You know that twenty on the, million, yeah, on the shinglesless boat. Just boot it on that boat, sail off. You know the twenty million you've just give Zack Snyder to redo this. Yeah, give it the Batman film. What? Give it them something else. With give give them, go right, Give them fifteen million and give both the games two point five each, and let's get the games a bit better and let's co- concentrate on new stuff mm. rather than. I I just I just think as far as, it just seems fixing yourself up for an idea. I I, do, I don't know why when you've got all new stuff coming yeah. through, you would want to. Aside from the fact you've got a Wonder Woman film. And a Flash film, and mm. a Cyborg film, and a uh, Aquaman film. That's the only. They're the only yeah. reasons I can think of why you're pissing around with this Justice League. Mm. I don't see the point. I genuinely yeah. don't see the point in any of it. It's money making, isn't it? It's money making, and it's uh, it's to get eyes on the product well, again. Is no one thinking brand? Well, it's 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 to get eyes on the product, to get eyes on the characters, and eyes on the product again. And it's like, why would we want we've any got, more eyes on the fucking Justice League movie? Well, well yeah, we've got we've got more <laughs> films coming out. You say we've got more films coming out. We need to refresh people, pe- get people interested again. So let's get all the fanboys interested again. Let's get them watching this film. Um, I do like what they are doing though with net with HBO Max, Netflix. How they've moved a lot of the stuff to TV and it's going to cross over. I'd say ninety percent of the stuff now they're bringing onto the TV or HBO Max is crossing over into movie. Mm. So DC have been very. We're going to be the first people to do that, and I think personally that you can remember that program called Shield. Yeah. I think they missed a massive, massive cash cow hmm. just by saying to Robert Downey Jr., go stand in two of them episodes. Hmm. Go stand in two of them episodes. Take Captain America yeah. and just walk through every well, they had, every six weeks or so. They had Samuel L. Jackson in them um, uh, in the first series. Um, what What happened with... To get it going. Yeah, what happened with S.H.I.E.L.D. was uh, it ran alongside the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it was canon to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, we, me, uh, me and the missus watched... We've watched all of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, and I really enjoyed it. And one of, one of the reasons we knew it ran alongside, and it was part of the same universe, is we were going to go and watch one of the Avengers films. I can't remember which one it was that we were up to at the point. So, But we hadn't quite caught up with S.H.I.E.L.D. So we watched a couple of episodes in the morning, and then we pressed play on the next episode, and I was like, fuck's going on here? I didn't know, understand what was going on, and then the penny dropped. They were actually showing scenes from the Avengers film, which yeah. we hadn't seen yet. So it was like, fuck, pause it, we've caught up, let's go watch the film, then we'll come back and we'll carry on with S.H.I.E.L.D. However, I think it was the last maybe two seasons, um, they actually, the cast, uh, crew, directors, they admitted themselves that S.H.I.E.L.D. was no longer canon with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It went off on its own tangent somewhere else. Um, and they, they literally pulled it away from, you know, from that, that well, you story. You could have dropped, you could have dropped... But it's like all... all any the, numerous of characters in there. All the stuff on Netflix as well was uh, was, was canon. It was all part of that, that cinematic universe. Um, you know, the, the, like the Daredevil and um, oh, Luke Cage and all that. Shite. 
I watched the first series. Uh, we watched um, one of the other ones, um, Jessica Jones. We watched that. There's only one person and who we didn't, played Daredevil. We didn't watch any of the others. Ben ba- Affleck. Batfleck. Batfleck. I'm oh, sorry, Ben Affleck. Um, ben Affleck, you've got to play Daredevil. You've got to do Batman. Um, Very quickly, before we wrap up, because we're, we're almost at the end of, a, of time now. Um, God, we are. I have uh, an old friend called Mal, who's a big DC fan. Yeah. And he also partaked in fandom so <laughs> and he's very quickly summed up summed up his thoughts here he says so fandom is done uh, it looks like dc have some interesting stuff lined up for the next two years dropping hard which is what you've said the batman looks like uh, looks a mix of the no hope dystopian world of the watchman films meets the crow yeah and i like it yeah the Snyder Cut looks completely diff- Looks like a completely different film, one I might actually enjoy. More grimdark than what we got last time anyway. Uh, mm. Kill the Justice League and the Suicide Squad both look fun, violent and entertaining. Uh, co-op for the game is going to be fun, as is the character switching. I prefer Guns Movie Harley Outfit. I prefer Guns Movie Harley outfit. I just hope the Harley Quinn King Shark actor is voicing King Shark for both mediums. Uh, but the show stealer for me is Gotham Knights. Even though I didn't like the Origins at the time. Oh yeah, sorry. It is Gotham Knights, even though I didn't like the Origins at the time. Uh, I'm already eyeing up a second TV and an additional console uh, for the game room to play side-by-side co-op. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So, yeah. It is. Apps, that game looks absolutely amazing. Yeah. And the one thing, uh, this is where I've diced it up. This is DC. This is Marvel over here. So, your big cinematic, uh, big cinematic Avengers assembles movie. These guys have got it covered. Yeah, your big family entertainment. Yeah. Say the word awesome fifteen times. Get you in the feels. Yeah, uh, that's Marvel. Yeah, yeah. For computer games, bit shit. Yeah. Disney, Marvel, sorry, you're a bit shit. Hmm. I don't think the Avengers Assemble computer games game do much because essentially it's based around a girl I, um, who's getting her powers and it's been backlogged and backlogged and backlogged because every time it's been beta played, they've gone, ooh. The, the ooh. Spider-Man game wasn't too bad, but it's... But yeah, it was I've limit. Never, yeah, yeah I've never really... Think of a Disney game. You yeah, can I've never out. really been excited of, the, of a launch of like a Marvel game, but like, you know, when... Um, uh, Batman, what was he called? A couple of years ago, Arkham, Arkham Knight. Knight yeah. yeah, when that came out, it was like uh, we didn't have a PS4 at the time, hmm. and we nearly bought a PS4 specifically for that game. I did. You know what I mean? I was ex- that's what turned me from Xbox to PlayStation. To PlayStation. Um, this the silly thing is, cause at the time of launch, you could get the Batman limited edition PlayStation Four, mm-hmm. um, and. We didn't end up getting it. We did buy a PlayStation 4 somewhere down the line, and then, even further down the line, we bought the Batman game. Um, Amazing. Which is very, very good, but to this day, remains largely unplayed for the very reason of how much gameplay there is actually in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So once you're on it, you've, you've got to commit, and I just didn't have the time. Um, yeah. So it does remain largely unplayed. But no, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. So yes, uh, DC Fandom... See. You got your Marvel with the big climaxy, mm-hmm. awesome, brilliant. Yeah, guys, everything's cool. Yeah, 
your DC are your computer games. They're largely your gross shooting people, pulling out the windpipes and various other things. Harley Quinn knocking people's heads off with baseball bats and rated R movies. Yeah. There's your difference. Yeah. And I think and I hope if we stick, it'll stay. Yeah. So when you're a child, you'll grow up with Marvel and blah, blah, blah and the Batman animated and all that type Mm -hmm. of stuff. And then when you get older, you'll be allowed to go to the cinema. Yeah. I, I, I kind of see yeah. what's the divide, what's being drawn now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's nice to have a different a different approach to the film as well. Because like you say, you know, Marvel films are very PG-13. Not um, everything can be red and, and yellow. Yeah, not everything can be bright coloured and, uh, yeah. and family friendly. And it's nice to have a, a, um, an alternate um, type of film that still features superheroes. You know what I mean? Uh, darker films. And where does Tony Stark get or, his ideas from? Or, I'll tell you where. Or, DC. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think of a better way to end. On that note, a uh, big thank you to everybody that listens week in and week out. You guys are awesome. Uh, thank you for waiting an extra 24 hours for this episode uh, because we didn't record yesterday because it was my birthday, so I didn't have time. Um, so a uh, l- day late this week, but... Uh, Thank you very much for waiting around for this one. Uh, don't forget, I say every week, I feel the best way to spread the word about podcasts is through word of mouth. Tell your friends, tell your family, uh, let everybody know if you listen to the show and if you enjoy it. Um, please subscribe on every device that you've got. Anything that you can subscribe on, subscribe to us on. It really does help us out. The numbers really do help us out. We do this for fun, uh, but to keep it going, them them numbers really, really help us. Leave us a review if you can as well. That would be awesome. Give us a like on all of our social media. On Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash Shingler's List Podcast. On Twitter, it's at Shingler's List PC. You can follow me at Shingler M-V-O-C. You can follow Cleon at K-Albuley. You guys are awesome. And we will see you next time.